I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! You're just too good to be true. Can't take my chip chip I love that song. It's such a good song. I the need chip to chip chip version you love? Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's what I meant. That's the way I'm going to sing it to you always. I need to add that to our wedding, wedding playlist. The chip chip version? I'll sing it. If you yeah, want. record I'll do, it and I'll, I'll add it. I'll do a whole, a full chip chip version. We'll put it on our vinyl album that we're going to release to on Patreon. Oh, we're going to release an album now? Yeah, I decided. Can our chip chip songs? Can our band name be Midnight Charcuterie? Yeah, I like that. I like it too. We were just talking about this movie um, yesterday. Um, Ten things I hate about you. Oh, I associate yes. music with movies, of course. And Heath Ledger sings that, right? Is that the one it's he sings so in the, good. In the yes. bleachers or whatever? Yes. Yes. It is so good. You have been doing. I mean, fantastic chip chipperoos lately. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Especially coming from someone who was not on board for the chip chipperoos originally. I'm glad that we. I won you over. It really makes me. Makes me happy. Me too. But this isn't about my chip chip as amazing as they've become. This is about Bob's Burgers and the end credit sequences to Bob's Burgers. But before we get into the end credits to the episode we're doing today, should we play a little Bob pun or Max pun? Let's do it. Okay. Your first pun is the three beats to the wind burger. Bob. Yes. Your next pun is Cole came, Cole slaw, Cole conquered burger. Bob. Yes. That one, I was thinking about, we had just watched an awful uh, <laughs> Jack holiday Frost. movie called Snowman's. Oh. And the snowman that comes to life, his name is Cole. So I, all I can think about is Cole. Because of the coal and on it, the snowman. Hmm. It's very, it's the, that's probably the smartest thing about that movie. <laughs> It's true. Um, your next pun is the A Few Good Cinnamon Burger. Ooh. But, um, Max. Yes. 
That sounds and really good. Is she gonna go for four for four this week, folks? Drum roll, please. Oh god. Oh god. The tomato what a night burger. Max. Yes. Four yes. for four, folks. She did it. Oh my god. Um, you get uh to take biscuit for a walk later while I stay inside where it's warm. That's what you want. Uh, okay. Let's get into this episode, huh? You're glaring at me. Take that back. I refuse. You know I took him on a walk this morning in 47-degree weather, which is like Arctic for California. It is. That is that is <laughs> Arctic. And I was just doing the Homer Simpson like in the bed with a, I'm like a toasty cinnamon bun. <laughs> I forgot. We used to send that back and forth to each other it's one of the best all episodes. the time one of the best episodes of the simpsons where homer doesn't go to church and he stays <laughs> in bed <laughs> i make a toasty cinnamon bun mm, cinnamon buns should we get into this episode let's do it skylar can we have the title and synopsis for season five episode eight please absolutely the title is midday run With the pressure of a promotion on her shoulders, Tina the Hall Monitor goes rogue after she loses Zeke, who is wanted for breaking into the gym teacher's office. Zeke swears he's innocent. He just needs the mascot uniform to perform for his grandmother before her surgery. But weeks of hall monitoring have made Tina jaded. Meanwhile, Linda starts a doodle wall in the restaurant, but Bob can't seem to make the cut. This episode came out on January 4th, 2015. It's written by Scott Jacobson and directed by Ian Hamilton. Which, do you want to say it? Is the first episode of 2015. Oh, it is? It is. This is the first episode of 2015. It also is um, the first episode directed um, by Ian Hamilton. Oh. So we'll we'll keep a lookout. He does a lot of good ones, too. He even does a Christmas episode in the future, the uh, Better Off Sled oh, episode. I love his Broadway musical. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. There's I can't help fun. it. There's nothing funny about that. Um, people are like, "What's what Broadway musical is named Ian? <laughs> okay, that was a fake laugh. That was. Sorry. Uh, I only get so many real ones. You get so many real laughs from me. It's true. That's what I, I love about our life is we just laugh a lot. We're always laughing and doing Homer Simpson mm-hmm. toasty cinnamon cinnamon bun impressions. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this episode? Uh, what do, what? How do we feel about this episode? This is the second in a row, very Tina centric episode. Very Tina centric and very good. Yeah. Do you I agree? agree? I agree. But- I agree. Midday run is I, I don't want to steal fun facts from you because you're on fun fact patrol this week. But do it, babe. You're like you're like the hall monitor of fun facts this week. Um is a parody of Midnight Run, which is a fantastic movie from the 80s um, starring Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, it's worth watching. Uh, have you seen it? I have not. Add it to our list. I'll add it to our list. We'll watch it. I probably haven't seen it since I was a teenager, maybe. Um, the plot of the movie is a bounty hunter. This is straight off IMDb. A bounty hunter pursues a former Marf... That's hard to do, Skylar. I give you credit for saying these synopsis every week. Thank you. Wow. Let me try to channel my best Skylar, because you're really good at it now. A bounty hunter pursues a... Wow, it's really hard. (laughs) A bounty hunter pursues a former mafia accountant who is also being chased by a rival bounty hunter, the FBI, and his old mob boss after jumping bail. Whoa. 
He was a mob accountant? Yeah, Charles Grodin, who's hilarious. Um, Wait, is it a comedy? Very no. good. It's it's like an action comedy, yeah. Oh, I'm down. Yeah. I am so down. It's a lot of fun. Um, So Tina actually says the episode title in this episode, which now that I hear the plot of Midnight Run, it makes more sense. When she's like taking the perp, um, Zeke, to the principal's office, Rudy's like, do you have it? And she's like, it's just a midday run. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. It seems like something that Zeke would point out. It's like, yeah. this, this is like midnight run, Tina. <laughs> girl. This is, we're, going, we're going full midnight run here, Tina. Tina, I, girl. I feel like this is that, that this is like a Gene movie, too, though. Um, this is in his wheelhouse of the era so, that he references. Absolutely. It's very specific. He's a very specific wheelhouse. It's broad. Um, okay. You mentioned Zeke. You're doing Zeke impressions. Do this what? Is, this is a Tina episode, but this is Zeke's episode. Do you fall in love with Zeke in this episode? I had already fallen in love with Zeke, but I do fall more and I fall deeper in love with Zeke for sure. So I mentioned that we're going to start doing fan theories um, and exploring them on our Patreon. We have one lined up to record soon. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it's very obvious. So I'm spoiling it for you. But one of the ones we'll be covering is do Zeke and Tina end up together? The fandom ships them. I ship them. So hard. I ship them so hard. I know you just plugged our Patreon, but we also did over there a bracket of who's the best crush for Tina to end up with. Um, but it was only from seasons one to four. There is an episode coming up, I think, where her and Ze- where she has a crush on Zeke. Um, so he's going to make it in kind of like the next bracket that we do. Let's see. I, I'm curious to see how far he goes. And on then there. we'll take all the winners from each episode and do a big final one. Um, speaking of their love, he says it. He puts it out there. I think this is like definitively when you can be like, Zeke loves Tina. Yeah. Should we listen it. to the line? I I, I want to hear it from the source himself. Amen. So Tina has, you know, she's not bad cop anymore. She's siding with Zeke. She's gotten this mascot costume for him, and she's just given it to him. Zeke, what's going on? Take it. What? And go. Damn, Tina. Now I got a story to tell on our wedding day. You think that's not going to happen, but I'll get you, girl. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, girl. I'm going to get you. Yeah. Oh, my God. If that weren't... This is how charming he is. If any other man said that to me, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on a a true crime podcast. (laughs) Zeke is, he's sweet about it. He's not creepy about it. There is a line. He's hes being respectful this whole time because he's letting his buddy, Jimmy Jr., she's letting her that crush play out I over love time. This and he so knows, much. you know, he sits back. He even helps sometime, helps get the two of them together, but. He knows it's going to work out in yeah, the end. Yeah. He, when you know something's going to work out, you have all the time in the world. I just want to say, a boy who treats his grandma the way Zeke treats his grandma is going to treat you well, Tina. Well, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. We know Zeke's a supportive friend, but this is like his first episode. Like, he's a central plot, and it's to do something selfless. For his grandma. For his which grandma. we actually saw this season as well, in season 12, the most recent one. Yes. He so goes th- there on Thanksgiving. So this is the first time that the elegant doily, is that right, is um, featured. And we see it in another episode, but it's also heavily featured 
um, in this most recent Thanksgiving episode. As well as Zeke. And the grandma. Yeah, because Zeke's always there. Do you have any info about um, who voices Zeke's grandma? I would assume it's the guy that does the voice of Zeke. Oh. Bobby Tisdale. Is that right? No, I don't have info on this. You're the voice oh, guy. I'm pretty sure it's just Bobby Tisdale doing like an old woman okay. voice. Well, um, if I'm I wrong about it. that, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going on in there. I like it. Uh, they do sound a lot alike. Do you want to talk about the episode a little bit more or should we jump into some fun facts? Well, I got some more voices, if, but I don't want to take, I don't want to jump on your fun facts. If the voices. No, let's do, let's do voices. Well, first of all, we get Sarah Silverman is back, not as, I don't I always forget if she does Andy or Ollie, but she's back as Miss, uh, Miss Schnur. She does Ollie. Mrs. Schnur? Miss Schnur? <laughs> we just talked about this. Schnur. Schnur. Mm-hmm. But is she Mrs. or Miss? I Miss. think she's Miss Schner, who is the secretary for the principal of the school. Love Loves her some gossip. Yep. Speaking of gossip, we get uh, Miss Selbo. This is her first appearance, and she is the front desk receptionist for the office, I uh-huh. guess. Um, she's voiced by Sarah Baker, and she'll be back. she'll be back for numerous appearances over the course of the series. Wait, who's Miss Schner, then? Oh. So, Miss, you were mixing up. Miss Selbo is the gossip one. Oh. Miss Schner is the secretary for the principal. So, there's like the one main oh, receptionist oh, desk. Oh, the gray-haired lady. Yeah. Oh, I got those mixed up. Yeah. Bad well, I mean, names. They're, they're similar names. Yeah. And to jump off of that, so this is only the second time that Sarah Silverman has been on Bob's not to voice Ollie and not with her sister. So, she is Ollie. She is Ollie. Okay. Yeah. I just said I always forget which one she is. And I said, she's Ollie. Oh. And I was trying to figure out Missioner, Missioner, Missioner. Yeah. There's some miscommunication. We're, we, we've got to think ahead on this podcast. So t- sometimes we're talking and we're not listening. What else you got for me over there? Oh, I got some fun facts for hit, you. Hit me with them. I'm ready. Okay. Regular size Rudy has changed his shorts. Oh, that's a big deal. This is such a Zeke episode, but our man, regular size Rudy, has such a pivotal role. Brian Husky, who voices him. By the way, Brian Husky just appeared in the most recent season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. You point. You were like, that's regular size Rudy. I was like, what? Yeah. Now, whenever, because whenever we're doing this podcast and I say like a voice and I say, you'd know this person, blah, blah, blah. now I'm all excited when someone actually pops up in something we're watching. So I could be like, Skylar, that's... It's so, it's so fun. Yeah. So he has traded his red shorts for green shorts for this episode. Oh, to go with his like hall monitor up, uh, outfit or is that just... I mean, you tell you tell me. I personally like to think he woke up, he's got this new passion and he's like, I'm going to change my look. It's a new day for regular size Rudy. That's my, that's an awful impression, but. That was so good, both the dialogue and the impression. Did you ever, um, when you were in like middle school, did you ever feel like, you know, this haircut, this new outfit is, is going to change me? Oh, always. Always. Yeah. Um, folks, Max had some. I feel like we still, sorry, go ahead. You have some ice. Ice, what are those called? Ice tips? Frost, Frosting. Frosted tips. <laughs> Frosted tips. I went all bleached. That It was in when I did it. I didn't yeah. just do it and it was like not, everyone was doing it 
are all like the the boy bands were doing it. So I did it in the nineties. I love it. I just, I, but you just made my day, Max. Like just. <laughs> Regular size Rudy sitting on the side of his bed being like, it's a new day for regular size Rudy. If you want to see a photo of Frosted Tips Max from high school, DM us, let us know. I'll post that it. That might even make the feed. That, that could make the feed if enough people request it. Uh, yeah. Bob's credits on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. So love that. He also has such a funny line. He tells Zeke to shut up. And then he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> so... He's truly one of my top five characters, along with Zeke. Yeah. And he's the moral backbone of this episode, which I love. Rudy uh, standing up for something. Me too. What else you got over there? So we have... Have you seen The Fugitive? I have seen The Fugitive. Have you not seen The Fugitive? No. Oh, God. We got to add these all to to our list. I know. Okay. We're doing a midnight run and Fugitive. The Fugitive. And Swim Fan. And Swim Fan. I love that that Swim Fan is with those two great movies. But yes, Swim Fan made our list. (laughs) That's what I'm most excited about. (laughs) Zeke says to Tina, I told you I'm innocent. I don't care. As he's going to like jump to his freedom. And that is apparently um, a direct parody for The Fugitive. It is. It's a a very classic uh, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones moment. I know I've said this before. I love all the pop culture references in this show. It's so good. And it's how subtle they can be sometimes. Yes, totally. Um, and then there is a callback um, to what's it called? The poop, the. The Mad Pooper? The Mad Pooper. The Mad Pooper. Episode. He says that he did try and go about this the right way. He asked the gym teacher for the costume, but he said no, probably because he used to go around pooping and things. So I loved that callback. And I was so glad that there was a callback to the Mad Pooper episode because I have a treat for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I love a treat. I... Wait, it's not like poop, is no. it? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm not that type of girl. Okay, thank God. Um, although this woman I'm about to talk about is that type of girl. I have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm both. I, I've never been so excited and terrified at the same time. I was talking to a fan in our DMs, and for some reason, I had to Google the Mad Pooper episode. Oh God! And because oh God, you put this like I don't have Google on my phone. I have. Like a less good duck duck go yeah because they don't um spy on you they don't spy they don't like take your yeah Yeah. so i get like really random search results like it's just not as good of a search engine so i google the mad pooper louise wikipedia gives me the mad pooper who is a real woman really there is a real the mad pooper so was that what the Mad Pooper was based on? No. Okay. So this was from 2017. So they were they were probably influenced by Bob's. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear about her? <laughs> of course, I want to hear about her. <laughs> I would never leave. I could never like let leave this hanging. Okay. The Mad Pooper is the nickname given to an unidentified woman in Colorado Springs who repeatedly defecated in public while jogging during the summer months of 2017. While she primarily targeted one family, she did not use it exclusively. Um, do you want to see a picture of her? Okay, she's not identified, but she there's a picture of her? Yeah. Okay, yeah, show me the picture. 
an image of the suspected mad pooper. This is fucking real. Captured by Kathy Buttle on herself. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So she's a jogging woman. She's jogging. She takes a little break, I guess. And How, We also watched White Lotus, uh-huh. and there is a purposeful poop. Yeah. How do people make themselves poop like this? I, I don't understand it. I don't know. If you understand understand it, it, don't DM us about it. Yeah. I don't want to know how you can poop on commands. That's, that's a talent that I don't care to know about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If you can play like the water glasses, come talk to us about it. But do you know who that, that jogger looks like? Yeah. Okay. So there's a girl in our neighborhood. There's a woman in our neighborhood, um, who jogs, um, and flips off everyone. Cars driving by yells, fuck you at cars running by. Or like wa- people walking by, people biking by, anyone who's just like, and she's out there. She's like going for miles and miles and miles all the time. My mom was here because um, she was here because we were picking out wedding a wedding dress for me, and we were driving, and this woman came and you know flipped us off, and I said, "Ah, oh, you're you're officially part of our home. That's the jogger." <laughs> yeah, if I pass her and I don't get the middle finger, I'm upset. I know. I feel like what do I do wrong? I know. To not get a fuck you. So I like to think that since this pooper, the mad pooper is targeting one like lawn, I hope it's like Colleen. What? Who is it? Colleen. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Linda's nemesis. Linda's nemesis. Cavallero or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, we went on a tangent. I hope it was worth it. I think it was absolutely worth it if people shut that off and weren't interested in that, I don't know what's wrong with you because that was one of our best segments. (laughs) Absolutely. Be careful out there, folks. Watch where you're stepping. Do you have anything else or should we get into these end credits? I do have the script cover. It is like pitch perfect, a parody of the Midnight Run um, movie poster. So Tina is carrying Zeke. Should we post a side? Is it worth posting a side-by-side of the script covers? Totally. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that for those of you listening. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I have two more quick thoughts. Tina has a very interesting line to me. She has just busted her siblings as a hall monitor, which is very annoying. And she's trying to, like, bond with them. And she says, so what do you, like, see you at home later. What do you think mom's making for dinner? Which, to me, reveals that Linda cooks dinner. Yeah. Linda is a horrible cook. Yeah. No, okay, you're not as interested in this as do I am. Do you think it's, like, cereal? No, they have, like, I'm so obsessed with animated food. Like, I think it's so cute when they have, like, their breakfast. And they have, like, proper dinners. It's, like, meat, mashed potatoes, peas. I always assumed Bob was cooking. Yeah, maybe he's downstairs kind of taking care of the restaurant, cooking down there. And it's, like, just not super busy. I think this is, like, a plot hole. Because I don't see... Linda as a cook. We still also always wonder when they have dinner upstairs mm-hmm. as a family, if the restaurant should be open during dinner time. We don't know. We don't know. We think they have an 11 p.m. dinner time. Yeah. I mean, those kids do lead an odd life. I can see that those kids don't go to... I don't think they go to sleep till like 1 a.m. Yeah, especially Louise. And, well, Gene's already asleep and has to get up for his midnight charcuterie. Okay, so we haven't talked about the other plot. How do you feel about the B story, which is the napkin wall? And Oh, uh, that's a good question because I feel so bad for Bob. Linda, Linda is really hard on him. She's so hard on his drawings and the other drawings aren't that good. The first, the Bob's first drawing, are better. The first drawing she hangs up is a stick figure in a boat. And then the other one are like, like Teddy does spirals and Bob drew a face. But you know what? Bob goes to art school, a little, a little crash art course, and he comes back with a winner at the end and it's all worth it. I know, but Linda's really hard on him. She's really hard on him, but you know what? Sometimes he's really hard on her for like yeah. her singing voice or her, you know. Yeah. So it's it's fair. Or how she keeps the books. It, right. It's fair. I don't know that it's fair. I think we're hardest on the ones we love. I, I agree. I think it's true. But that actually brings us to the that actually brings us to the moment right before the end credits when Bob is showing off his new art class drawing, which consisted of Nooks painting, and crannies. Painting Edith in the nude from uh, over at True Reflections. Let's take a listen. 
Kids, look, it's Naked Edith. Naked Edith. Naked Edith. Saggy and sophisticated, just like it says in her bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. Up, up. Look what I'm doing right now. Look, look where it's going. Really? Yep. I made the wall. You made the wall sexy. Look at all those nooks and crannies. Yeah, a lot, a lot of folds. <laughs> So we get into the end credits. What do we see, Skylar? We literally just see the classic end credit sequence. The girls are in the kitchen prepping. Bob is in the kitchen prepping, scratching his butt. And what do we hear? We get kind of like this um, dance. Pump the like jam. Electronic, like, yeah, like electronic dance music that's very 90s, I'd it say. It would have been in Bring It On. Yeah. It's, I think it is Pump It. What's that song? It, it, no, it's... it's um. It's definitely like a direct parody of the song Get Ready for This. Get Ready for This. Dutch music group Too Unlimited, but like That it's, is a Dutch music group? Yeah. Are y'all ready for this? That's what I was trying to sing. That's, you know, it's Jock Jams. Jock Jams. Yes. Oh my gosh, do you remember those commercials that was like Jock Jams 12? Oh, of course. And then they list all the the recordings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think so many of our listeners are just way too young. It's like that and like da 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 Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Has everyone shut this off now? Um, Not the 90s kids. That's all we see. There's nothing nothing different going on. We hear Zeke singing. Yes. Because it. this is um, the song from... We- the song he dances to for his grandma. For his grandma. He wasn't lying. Okay, we just saw something happen. What happened? We see the mascot with the mascot head with Zeke's head in the win- in the mascot mesh kind of window jumping by. By. He's a, he's a whaler, right? It's the mm-hmm. Wagstaff whalers. And you can it's like I really need to look up the phrase because I need it to talk about this. If it's like omniscient or like it's, is it over the scene or is it in the scene? Zeke is definitely, it's his voice present within the scene. Right. But I think he's, I think the music is playing and he's singing along with the music. I don't think it's in, I don't think it's on the track itself, but that's what you're asking. Exactly. I'm saying like, is this playing for the audience, like, can the characters hear it or not? I think, like... I think the characters can play it, can hear it. I think it's yes, just both. like at the retirement home at the end. I think Zeke yes. maybe put it in over the Bob speakers whenever we hear music in the right. restaurant. And Zeke's singing and dancing to it. Why is Zeke here? Why does he have the head? Uh, it, it seems like it would take up a lot of space in the area where he's dancing. And we know that Linda's going to make an appearance in the service window. How does she get around him? Let's I don't know. Let's watch. We, we have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of questions. I think I just had to let it play here. I had to just let it play here because Zeke is at his best there. Whalers in the front. Whalers in the front. Let me hear you grunt. If Tina and Zeke get married, yeah, or whatever they want to do, I love that Linda and Bob. They're like, sure, dancer. They don't care. Like they're not upset that he is dancing around with this huge head, 
And this is his future son-in-law, potentially. One more quirky child in the restaurant is not going to shake things up. No. Bring a huge head. But he dances by, okay, and then Linda comes from that same spot. Some somewhere he had to squeeze by Linda, or maybe he may, or maybe Linda was on the other side of the counter and he made his way out, and then she was able to come in before he dances across because he dances across one more time on the other side of the counter. Yes, I like to think that you know when you accidentally bump into someone and you you do that awkward dance. I like to think that Linda and him were doing like a an awkward dance together. Yeah, except that I don't know how big that costume is and how much space there is to move around it. Well, the more awkward, the funnier, true, right? True. I, I like to think they started like, uh, I'll go this way. I'll get, uh-huh. And then they started dancing too. With yeah, a little before, shimmy. Before they moved around. And she's like, wait, let's in the front. Um, I got to be honest with you. I don't love these credits. Um, I'm with you too. This I love, is such a good episode. I love Zeke to death. I love the episode. Yeah. Highlights, lowlights. What, what don't you love about them? What don't you? What do you love about them? I love that it's Zeke, but should we just get into scoring them? I guess let's just get into scoring them. Do you want to both pitch maybe an alternative? Sure. I didn't even think, but okay. okay. So we do you want to do that first? Yeah. You want to do that before we score? Okay, we can score. Okay. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's. Uh, do you want me to go first? Uh, let me just lock one in. Okay. I'm going to go low. Okay. I'm going to go three H's. <gasps> I was going to go five, but I'm going to go four. Don't let me pull you down. I, no, you you can pull me down. Okay, so let me tell you why. Okay. I, this is nothing to do against Zeke. I love Zeke. I would love Zeke to make more appearances at the end credits. I personally hate that song that they're parroting. Mm-hmm. I hate most uh, jock jam songs. Mm-hmm. You you mean you don't love jock jams? I don't love jock jams. So that already like starts off mm-hmm. horribly, and just the like the options which we'll get into that they could have done from this episode. The whaler costume is I don't know. It's not. It doesn't do it for me. I don't like. I don't even care to see the whaler costume. There's so there's just so much heart in this episode. That I don't, I don't even care about the whaler costume that much. I care more about his act for his grandma. I guess mm-hmm. um, the one thing I do like is his little song. I think whalers in the front. Let me hear you grunt. Is the highlight. I do, and yeah, hearing I'm, his voice say it is the highlight. I agree. I like that a lot too. I was bummed though for such a good episode. Would it be cute to have Tina back in her home monitor? outfit and like tap bob and have him and write him up for something or maybe tina is in her hall monitor outfit she's not helping prep burgers she's just Mm -hmm. kind of yeah she's like kind of like um taking notes or like just yeah doing her thing with rudy following her yeah kind of like i i was gonna say i love the idea of rudy being in here somehow Mm -hmm. um let me pitch another option from the b story okay Bob is not in the kitchen. The girls are prepping stuff. Um, and in through the window, we see Bob painting Edith. Edith is posing on one of the booths. I love it. But but Bob's uh, easel is blocking. We see her behind the easel kind of, so you don't see <laughs> like actually see nude Edith. I love that. And I actually, I think the, the A story is so big. We really get to experience it all that maybe a B story end credits would be better. 
I'll pitch you again. Let me tell you, this is how you know I don't like the end credits that much because I don't like Edith that much. And I'm pitching, I know. I'm pitching an Edith appearance in the end credits. All right. I think I've got a winner. A wiener. <laughs> okay. What if we're not in the kitchen or the restaurant at all? We're at Reflections. Okay. And Bob is the naked one and she's painting him, but her easel is blocking his nether region. I love that. Okay, we got there. You did it. You did it. No, That's... but you you got me there. Okay. We did it. We we brainstormed our way into a higher rated end credit sequence. Bob is just so self-conscious. I love seeing him like that that being an artist has like freed Ins- him and inspired him to be yeah, yeah to be a model as well. But just to be clear, he's he's laying like this. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like, a little bit like draw me like one of your French girls. Yeah, exactly. Well, this was so fun, Max. Yeah. Those I love the, hanging those out with the, you. I love hanging. Thank you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> those are, oh, girl. Oh, oh, oh right girl. in the heart. Oh, I'm going to get you. Um, <laughs> those are the end credits to uh, Midday Run. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Bob's Credits. Go support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Leave us a review. Five stars. Skylar will, will have me not say that, but I say five stars only. And uh, what else? What else do you have to say before we get out? Oh, Skylar's holding up a finger. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Well, can you no, it was, specify what finger it was? It was not the middle. It was not a thumbs up. It was a, uh, what's this finger called? The index finger saying, hold on a second. Pointer finger. Pointer finger. All right, y'all. It is three days until my birthday. Oh. I'm turning 32. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. If you want to give me a birthday present oh, for free. Good. Guilt them. Yes, I like this. <laughs> yes, Guilt like always it. works. Yeah. Guilt always doesn't on you. No, that's true. Um, Rate and review us. I would love that as a birthday present. On Apple Podcasts. I, I like using guilt as a way because we've tried bribing. Yeah. And now guilt. We're going to guilt people. I told you not to bribe. Oh, don't. Yeah. And don't record. We that. never bribed. Don't say bribe. We tried bribing on <laughs> on the record. We tried being passive. We tried bribery. Now we're going to try guilt. We're going to guilt you for Scott's yep. birthday. Yep. Anything else you want to say to take us out of here? Oh, I don't have anything. Do you have anything? Stay grunty. Hmm. Stay, stay nakey, nakedy, stay, stay artsy. Mm, I don't, I don't like any of them. Oh, great. This is why I don't do this. (laughs) We hope y'all had a great holiday season. Um, and we'll talk to you next time. Stay classy. Okay. For New Year's? Yeah. Like a top hat. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.